Mark My Words shares Mark Homer's contrarian views on investing, business, finance, economics, and all things money. Mark interviews the world's most successful business, finance, and money experts, as well as imparting his knowledge in a factual, direct, and no-nonsense manner. Welcome to Mark My Words. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Obviously, we've got lots of questions.、Um, if we just go sort of one at a time, then、um, I'm happy just to, to, to rattle through as long as it takes. So yeah, I, I and I had some questions through this morning as well on an email.、Um, Julia sent an email here asking specifically、uh, about company structure arising from、um, the business plan review. So business plan currently seventy percent rent to SA, twenty percent e-commerce, ten percent acquisitions. I think I think having one LLP in your suite of entities is definitely a good idea. You can claim half the VAT back if the if the LLP is VAT registered. You can claim fifty percent of the VAT. Okay. Yeah. So it really reduces, you know, offsets a lot of the cost against tax, and also you're offsetting against if you're a higher rate taxpayer, you're offsetting against forty to forty five percent tax rather than nineteen percent corporation tax. Yeah. Does that answer your question? I just yeah I. I just don't really understand how LLP works. I guess I need to take some advice from an accountant on that. Yeah. So an LLP is just—it's、um, a partnership. Yeah. Okay. So all it is is it's the same type of tax regime as a sole trader, but you can introduce two partners. So it's two sole traders together. Mm-hmm. And the LLP just makes it like a limited company. There's limited liability, so you know the debts of the LLP don't become your debts personally. Okay, all right. And then my follow-on question from that was: I currently have a property in London, which is which I purchased in my name about ten years ago. Residential. Um, res- um, it's a vitalet at the minute. Yeah. Yeah,、um, a house. I'd like to move that. Into a limited company, and I heard that you could do it through moving it to an LLP first.、Um, yeah, so some accountants will move it into an LLP, into a partnership structure,、um, and then operate it there for two or three years, and then put it into a limited company. But obviously, reasonably cumbersome. But if you're going to have an LLP anyway, then、yeah. you could. Do that, and then you're not really going to get hit with a load of fees just to transfer one property because you'll have be using the LLP anyway. So, yeah, if you've got a number of properties, there's another way of doing it. You can go straight into a limited company,、um, and and claim something called、uh, incorporation relief. But if you've just got one, I think I don't think you can do that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Does that deal with all of your questions, Julia? Great. Thank you. No problem. Um, did you have a question on SaaS? Oh yes.、Um, I mean, with this SaaS, yeah, I haven't set one up yet, but I found、yeah. out that I've got some old pensions, transfer values. Yeah. And、um, and I was wondering what I can actually purchase with the SaaS. Okay, so the SaaS purchases commercial buildings. It can't purchase residential buildings, but it can purchase commercial buildings. It can. Purchase quoted shares, funds. You can have a bank account, but it, it, if you want to use the money for residential purchases, 
it can lend the money to another limited company as a loan, but it needs a charge over the building. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, it is reasonably cumbersome and you need a really need a pension trustee to organise it all for you. Yeah. Okay. You can put money into the SAS. You can make contributions to the SAS every year Mm -hmm. um, from a limited company or an LLP and it will be free of the money that goes in and you can put up to about 40,000 per annum in per member. So there's two of you, you'll get 80. Plus you can go back three years. So in, in just oh. in simple terms, you may get about 200, 20, 240, something like that immediately that you could put in. Okay. Um, and then obviously you can, in addition, this pension that you've got elsewhere, whatever the transfer value of that is, you can put that in straight away as well. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just writing that all down. Yeah. Um, and at 55, you can take out 25% of the cash and just put it in your pocket out of the SAS. Okay. And then you can draw all the rest of it out if you want, but you pay income tax on it. So you probably wouldn't. You'd, you'd just stretch it through okay. retirement. Okay. Lovely. Thanks, Mark. No problem. Who's next with the next question? Hey, Mark. Hello. Um, right. You were talking about, so I purchased properties in the traditional way, all in my own name, um, not got any in a limited company at the minute. You were saying about putting corporation relief? Yeah. We've, we've got, um, we're just buying a small commercial at the minute. Yeah. Which we're going to put into a limited company name, but I'm beginning to wonder whether that should have gone in. No, I can't put it in the SAS because um, the intention is to, to make that into an HMO. So I'm yeah. assuming that can't go into a SAS. Well, it can go into the SAS until the point that it becomes a residential at practical completion, then it's got to come out. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it, it it's probably better not because of all the stamp duty. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay, fine. So I think with your 23 properties or 20 actually in your name, I can see yeah. you clearly now that your 20, I think you, you've not got a problem with capital gains tax. You can use section 162 incorporation relief. Section 162. Section 162 incorporation relief. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got 20, effectively in that business um it, you, you can easily argue that that is a business um right. which is the 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 threshold you need to meet in order to to claim capital uh to claim incorporation relief which means that you don't have to pay any capital gains tax when you transfer that business into a limited company yeah writing that down yeah most accountants will work out how to do this if you give them all this. They often have to go away, though, and look it up. Yeah? Yeah. So that deals with your 20, uh, you know, in terms of in, uh, capital gains tax. The stamp duty, I, the ones you own jointly, I think, are fine because that's a partnership. I don't think, we don't own any no, jointly. No, oh, you don't? Oh, sorry, they're individual names. Yeah? No, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some people transfer into an LLP for three years. I didn't, I, I owned quite a few on my own and I just paid the stamp duty. I paid at the lower rate because I did it before it went up, but I got, I used incorporation relief. Um, and would that be the same? Yeah, that, that won't make, because we've got a property at the minute that's unencumbered, there's no, there's no mortgage on it at yeah. the minute. Yeah. 
that we're, that we're we're looking to switch into. We're going to try it as an SA. Yeah. Um, actually, that's not going to make any difference because we own it outright. So you've got presumably yeah, that one. Exactly. Then we would be able to get the capital allowance. Yeah. Because it was a residential property. Yeah. So as soon as it starts running as an SA or a furnished holiday let and it meets those FHL rules for the amount of time that it's being let out for, I mean, get the capital allowance, you know, surveyor in, get him to claim it. And then obviously it becomes an FHL. And then at the end of that tax year, you claim it. This small commercial that we're buying at the minute. Yeah. I don't know. How do you find out if capital allowances have already been claimed? (laughs) This is another of these sort of, you know. So what's supposed to happen is that capital allowance surveyor will write to the old owner and ask them certain things. and, And he's got ways of sending letters out and checking just to create the paper trail for if HMRC come and ask. Yeah. So he will do that for you. When you purchase it, you should get the contract changed to allow you to claim the capital allowances. Just get him to do that. Just say, look, we're buying this. Can you make sure, you know, get the solicitor to send the contract to him. Can you just make sure that, you know, the correct clause is in there? Because what what happens is vendor solicitors often put in there a zero election, meaning you can't claim any. But nine times or eight times out of ten, they don't understand it anyway. And if you ask them to change it, they usually will. You don't really want to talk too much about it because then they'll come and claim them. Yeah. Most people haven't claimed them. Yeah, no, that, that's it, isn't it? Because it, it is that if you ask them and they say yeah. oh, no and then they go and do it. Yeah, but most of them don't understand. Okay, yeah, because we're, yeah, okay, so we need to do that sooner rather than later but, then. But that's not going to be an essay, that. You're not going to make that an essay. Well, no, but it's, but it's commercial. Yeah. So, so Commercial's if, fine. If, 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 uh, yeah, am I right in thinking? It, yeah. It's already, it's commercial at the minute, so it's a shop downstairs and a, a flat upstairs. Yeah. With going to switch it to residential and then switch it to an HMO so because it's yeah. so the building is classed as commercial at the minute so that's you, you can claim the capital allowances on it can't you yeah uh, on the purchase yeah yeah it, what you if it's going to be a HMO you, you won't be able to claim the plant and machinery items on the com- conversion yeah because HMOs yeah. you're not you're not allowed to um, yeah. some capital allowance accountants will tell you you can but their guidance says you can't so it's a bit gray there's a court case that says maybe you can there's another one that says you can't we can claim it on the existing building you can claim it on a commercial building on an existing yeah. commercial yeah and you can claim it on uh sa as long as it meets the F- fhl rules yeah who's next hi mark it's katrina and adam hello katrina and adam hello hi hi um, how you doing so we, we've got a bit of a um, predicament, really, because we've got the franchise lettings and estate agency. Yeah. Um, we were advised to let the franchise go um, and spend the next 12 months building the new service accommodation and deal packaging business on the side. So Adam has got a non-compete. I'll let Adam tell you about his um, predicament with it. Yeah, basically, um, 
I'm, I'm trying to understand uh, or get clarification on whether their non-compete is, de- is defined as anything property services, including things like serviced accommodation and deal packaging, or just the services that provide. Clearly, I would prefer it to be the latter. Is, it, is that, are you trying to get clarification from them because you cont- want to have a continuing relationship once you go into this other business, or are you going to separate? Um, I think it would be. I think we would like to have the option. Um, there's, there's a couple of things um, lined up. So we're, we're, we're supposed to be putting a new system in this year that should hopefully make uh, operating more simple. Yeah. Uh, I don't quite ready yet to, to let things go without having seen how that works out. Uh, you know, I would just go to a franchise solicitor and, and just find out exactly what you can and can't do and how long it lasts for because the difference between what they tell you and what happens in practice is, is often quite different. But of course, if you've got a continuing sort of relationship and this franchise continuing, then it's going to be best to try and get their uh, blessing for it. Yeah, so that's, that's certainly plan A. Okay, fabulous. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Good to meet you both. Mark, sorry, can I just ask one more question while we were just talking about SAs? Yeah, of course. The the um, the essay we're, we're going to do, are we better, because that's owned in my personal name, that's owned outright, yeah. so am I better to set up a separate limited company to take the revenue in from that? Um, <laughs> and it's not it's not one we're planning on managing ourselves. Yeah. We're not set up to manage an essay. Yeah. To be honest, I haven't got time to, so I'm... I'm, I'm trying to find somebody who does SA management in Nottingham so that they'll set, set it up. Yeah. But it's just for the income coming in. Yeah, I don't think you have to, no. You know, accountants love you setting another company up because then they get another invoice every year. Um, but I don't know why I would. I mean, you you know, you can still offset all the mortgage interest if it's in the same limited company. Um, you'll own the freehold or you'll have a long lease over it, won't you? So you won't be able to do toms anyway yeah? yeah um i often i just put it in the same entity and it just saves a another pile of you know forms that you've got to fill out every year for company's house and another set of accounts and another set of fees right and just so just let it flow through because we've got we've got we've got a couple of limited companies set up so yeah um so just let it flow through one of those yeah i mean often trading businesses and property businesses you know, you usually separate those. Um, yeah. Banks are involved and, you know, they, they often don't want a trading business there. Um, but, yeah, I put, if I've got properties that we're going to hold, I often just put them all in, you know, commercial buildings, residential buildings, SA, all in the same entity. Yeah, just to come off the same one. If I'm doing a development and there's more risk, you know, there could be a problem, someone gets hurt or whatever, I often put that in its own limited company. Cool, thank you. Okay, so if we are done, um, if, if anyone sort of thinks of any other questions or things that they would like help with, just send me an email. Uh, it's markhomer at progressiveproperty.co.uk. It's markhomer at progressiveproperty.co.uk. I'll probably see you. So if no one's got anything else, then thank you very much. Hope you've got value from that. Have a great afternoon. Thank you, Mark. Thank you very much. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.